Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Thank you for joining us again for this week's Alabama AgCast. This is Jacob Davis, Executive Director of the Alabama Peanut Producers Association. Today we're going to talk about peanuts, and our guest is Jeff Jeffers, Director of Shipping Point Inspection for the Alabama Department of Agricultural Industries. Welcome, Jeff. Well, I appreciate you having me here today, Jacob, and uh, looking forward to talking with you about about peanuts and, and our division, Shipping Point Inspection, with the Alabama Department of Agriculture and Industries. Yes, sir. Well, uh, your title includes Shipping Point Inspection, but the industry typically refers to your division as Alabama Federal State Inspection. Tell me a little bit about why that is. And, and they do. And it, when you go on our website, you'll, you'll see us listed as that as well. Uh, our official title with the Alabama Department of Agriculture is Shipping Point Inspection. But I think the federal goes back years ago. And the reason the federal is included is that we are under a cooperative agreement with the United States Department of Agriculture. And what that agreement says is that they license us and supervise us. And along with that agreement, we pay a fee for that licensing and supervision. And that goes into licensing to be able to grade all the different types of commodities that we grade. Okay. So, uh, Jeff, tell us a little bit about how your division is funded. We are 100% non-appropriated. So everything we do, there is a fee associated with it. So we really are proud of that fact. Uh, we, we treat it just like a business because if we don't have the money to hire people, to buy equipment, to, to purchase the things that we need, we're not able to make that purchase. So we really run it just like a business. And again, it is 100% non-appropriate. We don't get any tax payer money. Everything we do, there is a fee associated with that service. Good deal. Well, tell us a little bit more about what the exactly the shipping point inspection division does. Okay. Uh, we grade all types of fruits and vegetables, grains, and peanuts, as well as auditing services. And we have a lab that we run. Um, and I'll kind of break some of those down. Mostly with the grains, we're doing soybeans and corn and wheat. Those are our three primary grains that we grade. And most of that grading is done out of the Mobile office. So there's an elevator, there's an export elevator in Mobile that we service. And, and we grade all the soybeans, corn and wheat that come from different parts of the country, primarily by rail car. And there are some local grains that come in there at the state docks as well. And that's pretty much our grain side of thing. Now on the fruit and vegetable side, our primary office for fruit and vegetable inspection is Birmingham. And when I say fruit and vegetables, we're talking lettuce, grapes, tomatoes, apples, oranges, all those different types of commodities that are graded there in Birmingham. And the reason it's in Birmingham, you know, Birmingham's a large city and, 
and and they have a lot of repackers there that 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 pack for the different grocery stores all across Alabama and the nation. Um, then we have our audit service. So if you're a farmer and you're a blueberry farmer and you want to get a good agricultural practice or a good handling practice audit done, you would call us and ask us to come do that audit. And, and those audits are really beneficial to those growers as a selling point, as a marketing tool that when they go to sell, they can show that they've had that good agricultural practice audit done. Uh, we have a lab here in Dothan, Alabama, where we do a lot of the aflatoxin laboratory work and we kind of get, you have to have less than 15 parts per billion aflatoxin for a peanut to be sold as an edible product. And we do that testing in Dothan. And then of course we do peanut. Peanut's probably our largest commodity that we inspect. We have 32 buying points throughout the state that we service and inspect. And those peanuts have to be inspected before the wagon or trailer load of peanuts can be dumped in a warehouse. And that becomes so important because there's only a limited number of those conveyances throughout the state. So they have to be inspected and dumped so that they can be emptied and a farmer can get that wagon to continue his harvest. Right. And timing's everything on that. Actually, your uh, office here in Dothan is just down the street. They should just about walk out the front of this office and uh, throw a rock and hit it. So uh, we work with uh, with your team there quite regularly. Well, for, from conversations you and I have had in the past, we've discussed staffing issues, especially with seasonal employees. Was staffing an issue this season? Staffing has been an issue. Um, when you hire 200 seasonal employees every year, staffing is always a challenge. This year, what we've seen with staffing is cost. So the wage that you need to pay an individual to get a quality person who will do what is a hard job. I mean, we work long hours. We work seven days a week. It can be dusty. People nowadays want to be compensated for that. And went to Commissioner Rick Pate this year and asked for an increase for a starting wage for those employees. We went from 12-12 to 13-30 this year as a starting pay. And I think if we wouldn't have got that done, it would have been much more of a challenge than we faced. Um, yes, it was a challenge, but we got that job done. Um, we, we are experienced with staffing. When you do it every year, you, you learn how to get people. Uh, we use all kind of different avenues to recruit online, Facebook. We put out thousands of flyers. I mean, we're just trying to explore every avenue that we can to get the word out. Um, there's training involved with that staffing. So not only do you hire those people, 
but they have to also be trained. It's a huge part of what we do. Um, our 55 to 60 full-time employees are definitely the backbone of, of our operation. But saying that, we could not bring and grade that peanut harvest in without those seasonal employees just couldn't be done. So they are a huge part of what we do and will continue to be a challenge going forward, you know, finding those people who will not only come and work for us seasonally, but there's key people that come back every year. And and those people are so important because they require less training. They know what the job's about. They're experienced and, and they just make up a huge part of what we do. So we like for that number to be above 40% that come back every year out of those 200. Sure. And I could see that. And we've seen, uh, you know, wages at fast food restaurants and other because they're struggling to find employees. So wages have gone up. You know, I think that that's well documented this year. So uh, I could see where y'all would need that wage increase in order to to keep your staffing one, at the level it needs to be. One thing I'll mention, too, just a, a, a certain area, the Baldwin County area really was a tough area for us. I mean, that's an area that's just tourist driven. Booming. It, and it's booming and wages there are probably as high as anywhere where we service the industry. Right. So, so that area was a particular challenge for us. Well, from a grading perspective, how would you describe this year's crop? This year's crop graded fairly well. The crop was a little bit late because of weather and rain. And because of all that rain, I believe, and this might be more of a Chris Balcom question, or, or he would be, um, he would be someone better to answer it, but we saw so much dirt this year. Um, dirt was an issue. And when peanuts come in at a certain level of dirt in those conveyances, they have to be cleaned. And that just becomes a challenge in a bottleneck area instead of a, a load coming in and getting graded and getting dumped in the warehouse. Now it comes in, it has high FM, which dirt is a part of, then it has to be cleaned. And FM now for audience is foreign material. Thank you. Yes. Has to be cleaned and now it has to be regraded. So you see how that can be a bottleneck. And we probably saw as much dirt as we've seen in a long time. I don't know why this year, but we saw a lot of smaller peanuts. And and that becomes more time consuming as an inspector because those peanuts that are smaller get put in part of the machinery where they shouldn't. So a lot of times they'll get put in, we have an FM farm material machine that helps us separate the farm material. Mm -hmm. If there's small peanuts in there, they will get put in that FM side. Mm -hmm. So now we have to take, we have to pick those small peanuts out by hand that's time consuming now why that happened i you know if i had to guess it would be a maturity issue but we saw a lot of small peanuts but again you know all in all the crop graded pretty well uh alphatoxin was not a huge issue for us this year that was nice uh we were fortunate to have a frost i think 
late November is usually kind of our frost date. And we've kind of skirted a lot of those frost issues. Uh, frost can damage peanuts. So, so that hasn't been a big issue. Uh, so all in all, pretty good crop. And, and that always helps. A good crop is much easier to grade than a bad crop. And uh, in that description, too, you talked about conveyances and, and you know, most of the time uh, in if anybody grew up in the peanut belt, they they remember the red wagons. Sure. And, and yeah. that's what you're referring to. But yeah. now we've moved into some uh, 18 wheeler drying wagons that that uh, that farmers are using to transport from the field to the buying point, which is the point of inspection. And that's really allowed. Um, buying points to be able to buy more peanuts at a larger volume and it makes it easier because you're grading for us we're grading less peanuts volume wise no they're the same the tonnage is the same but we don't have to grade as many conveyances so instead of grading 100 conveyances we might only be grading 50 conveyances because they're putting them on those large 18 wheeler vans and right well, uh, speaking of the peanut farmers, are we about finished with the harvest this year? Just about to tie the bow on it. So just about done. We're, we're north of 95%. Still have some farmers who, who planted late who are working on their crops. But yeah, we are, we are pretty much done with the peanut crop. Okay. Well, let's take a brief pause and, and hear a word from our sponsor. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit, and while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. Well, Jeff, as as we come back, we know our country has been struggling with logistical issues. So what issues have your division experienced this year? Well, we've, we've had some logistic issues for sure. And we've seen some that the industry, the peanut industry struggled with as well. Uh, I think trucking has been a major concern for the peanut industry, not as much for us because we don't have to deal with it. That's more of a buying point in sheller issue, but I, I think finding truck drivers was a real problem this year. And, and, you know, transportation, when you're moving peanuts from the field and, and to, to a grading point or a buying point, and then you have to truck them somewhere to a warehouse to store them, there's a lot of transportation involved in the peanut industry. And, and that is definitely something that we've seen. Also, just finding help. It's not just us that has to be able to find help to grade peanuts, but these uh, these buying points have to find help from year to year seasonal help. So that's been an issue. And then equipment, you know, there's there's a shortage of motors. Uh, there's a shortage of the tractors and yard dogs that they use to move these conveyances around every day. Uh, I've heard those issues from the buying points. Now, as far as Shipping point inspection, Alabama Department of Agriculture, we're, we're having issues. We need chemicals to test those peanuts in the lab. And we've had trouble getting chloroform. We've had trouble getting methanol while we're concerned about motors. Um, one thing that we do is we help those buying points 
service their, their equipment. So we've got equipment trucks that go to all the buying points and we have a maintenance person who assists and changes motors and puts on chains and, and we're concerned about the future of where we're going to get those motors and who's going to do the sheet metal work and the, and, and provide us with all those tools and necessities we need to keep these buying points going. We also have a, a new grower-owned peanut shelling plant in Alabama, Coastal Growers, over in Atmore. Uh, how has that uh, new construction and, and that new plant impacted your division? Well, it's been a big impact for us because we will service that industry. That was a place where we haven't had an office. So we are currently now working on, on finding a lease for an office there and an office is being built for us that we will lease. Staffing has been a concern. So you can't just wait till the buying point opens and, and go hire people and put them in there to work because these people have to be licensed and that licensing and training takes time. So what we did was when we found out that there was going to be a new shelling plant last year, we went ahead and hired some people. And, and we spent money sending those people from Atmore to here to be trained. So we've really, really spent some resources trying to train people and have people ready for when they do start shelling. And they haven't shelled and we haven't graded any shelled products yet, but we have been there working at a regrade facility that they had. And we had to have people there that are trained and ready to go. So staffing and training have been the, the major issues for there. But, you know, I just uh, really have to compliment the team that we have that has been able to to logistically work those people, work with them on traveling over here. It's hard to hire somebody in Atmore Mobile area and tell them, hey, you're going to work most of the year in the wiregrass. They've got families. They've got commitments back home. So, you know, just just really have to compliment the team that we have with shipping and shipping point inspection to be able to get that done. Yes, there anything else we haven't covered that you want our audience to know? I think just how important the the farming community is to the state of Alabama. Our job with shipping point inspection would not be available if it wasn't for the farming community. So we just really appreciate them and and just want everybody to understand how important farming is to Alabama and the nation. As you see food prices increase, I think there'll be more of a priority put on the farmers and and how important they are to this nation. Uh, We are so fortunate to be able to live in the United States and to have food and food has never been a big issue for us. And I think that's something that we've really taken for granted. So again, I would just, just am honored to be able to serve that industry. Well, we appreciate the work that you do, that your division does for our peanut producers across the state. Also appreciate the relationship that uh, we have with our association and, and what Alabama Federal State does for our peanut farmers. And, and we really just want to thank you for being with us today. Well, I appreciate that, Jacob. And I hope that the peanut industry and the farmers of Alabama understand 
what Alabama Peanut Producer Association does for them. The dollars that y'all collect go to resources for helping farmers develop different areas so that they can utilize science and technology and not only that, but the ability to be able to sell these peanuts. I mean, that's a huge place. We, you know, a huge point. We, we grow a lot of peanuts in the United States and, and the marketing of peanuts has really come a long way. I think word is really getting out there. The research that has been done as, as far as allergies on peanuts has come a long way. I, I think, you know, hopefully there'll be someday where there will be a very, very small percentage of people that are allergic to peanuts because of the research that's been done on, on the early introduction of peanuts. So just all those things that, that your organization does to help, you know, create a market is, is just huge for people to understand, the farming industry to understand, and all the, the producers to understand. Well, and, and we have a, a good team here and, and we have good relationships with other state grower organizations and, and it really is an industry wide effort. But thank you for that. And, uh, thank you for, again, for being with us today and to our audience. Thank you for joining us for this week's AgCast. And now your weekly AgCast wrap up. This is Grayson Bench with the Alabama Farmers Federation, and today I'm here to tell you about some exciting news that we have planned for the month of February in 2022. In supplement of the commodity org meetings that have taken place in the past, we will be hosting an educational session on behalf of the sheep and goat industry on February 18th at the Alpha Home Office. This is a unique opportunity for us to provide information to producers across the state that's relevant to them and what they have going on with their operations. We'll be covering multiple different topics that were determined after polling different producers in the state and figuring out where they really wanted to put their focus. Two things that we'll be discussing with speakers is the topic of AI and really really maximizing on the opportunity to grow the genetic potential in your herd. So we'll be having someone come in and talking about AI and what those practices look like. I'll also be hosting a secure sheep and wool supply workshop. This is something unique that I'll be taking away from the American Sheep Industry Conference in January. I'll be able to provide materials to help producers develop contingency and biosecurity plans to protect their flocks from exposure to foot and mouth disease if we were to have an outbreak. There will be more details to follow in the coming weeks for registration, but I'd like to invite you as a listener of the Alabama AgCast to join us on February 18th for a sheep and goat educational session at the Alpha Home Office. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.